Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Emma Shagormley. We are two best friends with one common obsession. Beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. We tried it all and we've got your back. We'll be calling on all our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. Consider us your beauty 411 and sometimes your 911. From how to fix brassy hair to the pros and cons of laser facials and always with a cocktail in hand. Always. So be prepared to be obsessed. Check out Lipstick on the Rim wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Career Contessa podcast, the show that delivers helpful, actionable career tips and advice so that you can be more fulfilled, healthy, and successful at work. My name is Aaliyah, and I am the video producer here at Career Contessa. My senior year of college, I co-hosted a radio show called How Do I Get Your Job? I leveraged my status as a college kid to invite all kinds of seasoned pros to speak on how they got to where they are today. Even though I'm pretty sure I only had a maximum of five listeners ever, I found it so useful to hear directly from the pros the steps they took to get their jobs. At Career Contessa, one of our most requested topics is project management. So my little genius brain asks itself, why not bring back the spirit of my defunct college radio show and invite experts on to break down how to get a job in project management? On this episode of the Career Contessa podcast, I'm going to do just that. I interviewed three project management pros and a career coach who gave me all of their best project manager tips. So continue listening if you want to know what it takes to be a project manager, the critical skills and certifications, where to find project management jobs, what to do during the job search and job interview, and how to utilize resources to continue your education as you move further along in your project management career. And now this is the Career Contessa podcast. step to becoming a project manager is to know what a project manager is. So I asked our experts the hard-hitting question, what exactly is a project manager? You often hear in, you know, any project that you're working on or at any company, any new initiative, someone will say, oh, there's a lot of moving pieces, right? There's a lot of moving parts and the pieces are different sizes. The pieces have different owners. They sometimes move at different paces. And when you have a project manager, 
that person is responsible for keeping track of all of those pieces. That's Carrie Hoffman, head of global project management at ClassPass. According to Carrie, project managers are the holders of the truth when it comes to a project. They become your your single source of truth for what is going on with this project. You should be able to ask the project manager and everyone else working on the project should be able to focus and be heads down on what they're contributing to that project. Jen Dixon, head of creative project management at Honey, had this to say about a project manager's role. It's important for the project manager to always understand what's next, where you have all of your subject matter experts, like Carrie said, heads down working on a deliverable. It's important for the PM to to be able to see into the future and to understand what's coming up next so that you can plan for it appropriately and manage any risk that might be coming your way as well. And it's also important that the project manager understands the process, that they're they're shepherding the team through, understanding all of the different parts and pieces with that, because we are the common link between all of the different you know, disciplines that are contributing to any given project. So it's really important to stay on top of all of that. So no pressure, right? The project manager is the shepherd of the team and the person who sees into the future. Easy, no problem. If you're constantly dealing with the unexpected though, I was curious as to what a typical day looked like for a project manager. Carly Farani, project manager and operations at Twitter, shared what her typical day looks like. I have a typical day from the perspective of structure. So there's sort of really basic structure that you're following within a project man- within project management. And that structure is set up in order to allow you to pivot if that makes sense. I guess the content of the project is constantly pivoting. You're constantly dealing with stuff from left field, whether it be changing dates of delivery, changing scope, changing stakeholders, or generally the whole project itself and the purpose, the deliverables totally change. Within that, there is always consistent structure that means you should be able to support and manage it. So the typical day-to-day function of planning, checking in, aligning, realigning, replanning is really, really consistent. And that's what gives you kind of that predictable phase and structure to be able to deal with the constant pivoting. But it is a combination of making sure that from a day-to-day basis, typically you're setting that constant pivot in a kind of a framework of structure that makes it manageable (laughs) because otherwise it would just be really overwhelming every day. I asked our project managers how they built structure in their day for a role that can be so unpredictable at times. My day, a typical day, always starts and ends in Asana, which is the project tool that we use. And I'm, you know, a huge super fan of Asana. A day is not a day without using our project tool because that is where absolutely everything everything lives. I have to echo that. We use Asana with Honey as well. And it is so critical to keeping on task and organized and efficient. I've always said that like, I never want to commit anything to memory. I need to write it down. And so one of my big things is that if it's something that I need to tackle or somebody on the team needs to tackle, it needs to be in Asana so that we can track it appropriately. What I rely on on a day-to-day basis is just stepping back constantly because it's really, really easy to get sucked into the details of, of what's happening. Um, and I also, where I, the sort of within the role I work within, we're trying to implement a really specific structure for that area. So it's working within the framework that we've developed there. So there's consistency and that sort of thing. So those are the tools that really help me kind of continue to keep, sort of keep that, that framework and that structure so I can manage it every day. 
So it seems as though project management takes some serious skills and it helps to be a jack of all trades. But according to Carrie, the key is to be flexible. You have to know a little bit of everything and you have to be very flexible. And I say flexible because there's probably a, you know, a misconception that a project manager is going to follow all the rules to the T. If it's two hours late, you are in trouble. Everything is off the rails. And to me, that's actually the opposite of what a project manager should be. A project manager should understand that there's a plan A and a plan B and a plan C and to kind of build into their project plans what can happen when something goes wrong and how they will adapt. And if I were giving advice to someone looking to start in project management, what's been very helpful for me in my experience is that I have been a project manager on a product team, an engineering team, an account management team, a sales team, a sales ops team, and now a marketing team. And one of the reasons why I took a role in marketing was that it was a language that I felt I was not able to speak and I wanted to get into that mindset. So I don't think that you need to know how to code to you know, help an engineer understand their timelines, but you do need to understand what does it take to get something live in production? You need to be able to spot something is a small project versus a very large project and start to really unpack that so that way you can be able to create timelines that make sense. Getting back into your work routine but not loving the uncomfortable work clothes you used to wear? Beta Brand has the pants you never realized you needed. Ultra comfortable dress pant yoga pants so your routine can now include clothes with professional style and comfort. Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants are designed with the fit and flexibility of yoga pants, but they look like professional dress pants. They're so amazingly soft and stretchy and absolutely effortless. Just throw a pair on, add a cute top, and you'll be set with style and comfort for your workday. There are also tons of different styles to choose from, like straight leg, skinny, cropped, bootleg, and more. And colors from classic, black, to fun prints like houndstooth. And they even come in denim styles. The navy dress pant yoga pant in the straight leg classic is so comfortable. Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants are perfect for whatever you need to get done that day. Whether you're sitting at a desk for eight hours, working with kids and bending and kneeling all day, or maybe you're a photographer and you need to squat to get that perfect shot. Whatever the case, you're going to look good and feel great doing it. These pants are made of wrinkle-resistant, stretch-knit fabric, so they look good all day and even travel well. Plus, they're machine washable and don't need to be ironed. And the best part is they have pockets. We're talking comfort and function. No more fake pockets that are sewn shut. These pants are designed for real women who need real pockets. New colors, patterns, and styles are coming out all the time, so be sure to keep an eye out for limited time new releases because they sell out fast. While you're there, make sure to check out Beta Brand's ultra-flattering tops, skirts, dresses, and more. The dress pant yoga pants are just the tip of the iceberg. Right now, our listeners can get 30% off their Beta Brand orders when you go to betabrand.com slash females. That's B E T A. B-R-A-N-D dot com slash females, F-E-M-A-I-L-S for 30% off your order for a limited time. 
And when you use our special URL, you're supporting our show too. Discover what it's like to be comfortable and confident all the time. Go to betabrand.com slash females for 30% off your order. If being a jack of all trades sounds intimidating to you, don't worry. You don't have to be a coding whiz in order to be a project manager at a tech company. It's all about relying on the right tools. I'm a project manager within a tech company and I'm not, you know, I'm not a developer or anything like that. I think it's really good to have a foundation of a few program uh, project management tools, so whether it be Microsoft Teams, Asana, whatever those sorts of things may be, um, maybe Monday.com, whatever it is to be able to create some sort of structure that can be shared with within a team. For Jen, the skill she sees in the most successful project managers is proactivity. Proactivity. So how proactive are you in figuring out something that you may not understand or get going and finding the answer if it's not coming to you and just really getting yourself out there and kind of inserting yourself maybe into th- situations or things that you may be a little bit scared of, but waiting for it to come to you um, is not always the best thing to do. So for me, it's, it's having a team that is proactive in, in really trying to get out there and figuring out how to deal with a situation or an issue or, or finding the right answer maybe from somebody you know, by going out and finding it yourself. And you can't have proactivity without clarity. Otherwise, you could have a lot of confused teammates. According to Carly, clarity is one of the most important skills a project manager could have. Providing clarity across whether it be the project itself and what we're looking to deliver and clarity with your stakeholders because one of the things, biggest learns I've ever had as a project manager is remembering that the people you're working with aren't project managers and they are working in what could be a really gray and constantly shifting area. So providing clarity um, and ensuring that they know what they're doing when and they understand the bigger purpose of your project, that's a real measure of success because it means that you're more likely to sort of reach your end goal. So now you know the most important skills when it comes to becoming a project manager. Flexibility, proactivity, clarity, and communication. But where does one sharpen those skills? People aren't born project managers. I was curious about the career trajectory of our project managers. Turns out none of them started in the field they're currently in. So I actually didn't go to school for marketing or project management, which I think is pretty common these days. I kind of fell into it. Um, with my first job out of college, I was I got a degree in consumer science. I always wanted to be in merchandising. Um, but my first job, I, I was an administrative assistant uh, for a clothing brand, and I started to help out the vice president of marketing with different email campaigns and website projects. And so that's really where I started to um, get a taste of what the marketing side is like. And so I decided to pivot and move over to the agency life, so advertising agency life, and started my career in account management a bit of a hybrid account management, project management role and did that for a few years. And then really, you know, really started to, to find my passion in just operations um, and pivoted over to a more operational project management role. So that's where I've been for the last several years and kind of worked my way up to, to manage a team and, and manage larger projects with larger budgets. And so then I landed my job with Honey. My husband and I moved to Los Angeles last year for actually his uh, position. And I found this I found this posting on LinkedIn and it was a total like just applied. 
Um, apparently they liked my resume and I got my foot in the door and, and had some really great interviews and my experience lined up well with what they were looking for. I have a law degree, which is not <laughs> my education or training for project management, I guess, other than, you know, learning to be really organized, um, you know, becoming a better writer and editor. Uh, I went to law school right after college. It seemed like a, a plan. I thought that it would something would click, something of interest would click by the end. Uh, and then it didn't. So I decided to kind of uh, immediately pivot. At the time, I was and still am extremely passionate about food and the New York City food scene and got a job working at one of Tom Colicchio's restaurants as their head maitre d' managing two floor plans. And I would say, you know, I don't think you need that experience to be a project manager. However, you know, mapping out a floor plan for 400 guests every night, including VIPs and special requests and timing and reservations and people being late. I mean, that's a project, right? That is the definition of a project every uh, single day. And it's a fun one because then the next day, it's like a whole new project and you can shelve the one from the day before. So I did that for about a year and a half before going to Seamless, uh, which then merged with Grubhub. And that's really where my project coordinator into project manager role flourished. I was there for for six years, first on product and engineering, and then moving over to the account management and sales side. So it was a great way to learn a lot about project management working across the organization. It felt like two totally different jobs. I moved to Shutterstock after six years, um, and I was there for a little less than a year. Stock photography is really cool. It's not necessarily something I was very passionate about, but I wasn't sure if that mattered because I was passionate about project management. Uh, but I quickly learned that it is really important to me to work somewhere where I feel really passionate about the brand and the offering. And I've been a ClassPass member since 2015. So when a Shutterstock friend of mine went to ClassPass in 2018, you know, I was refreshing that job board uh, quite often. When I saw this marketing role, I said, all right, well, I know the project piece. I don't know the marketing piece. Um, but they were willing to to take a chance on me. And so it's uh, it'll be three years in September. I pivoted from a really different career into something where I was in recruitment and in the creative environment. And now I'm a project manager for a big tech company, which is, and I kind of sit and think, how the hang did I end up here? But it was tenacity. It was talking to a lot of people. And then also understanding very much take it out of the fact that I wasn't a project manager previously. It was what skills and what experiences was I doing on a day-to-day basis that I'm actually still doing now so I can see the transition of skills as opposed to job titles. As you can tell, there are many different ways to go about getting a project manager role, whether it's through networking and referrals or simply filling out a job posting on LinkedIn. Want big, beautiful, effortless waves just in time for back to school? The Conair Double Ceramic Waver is designed with not just one, but three barrels for deep, continuous waves. Plus, the Double Ceramic technology provides an even and consistent heat, fast styling, and long-lasting waves. With instant heat up, 30 heat settings for every hair type, and turbo heat boost for those difficult to style spots, it's easy to get the waves you crave. The wide range of heat options lets you customize styling for flawless results, so you can be back to school beautiful. With full flowing waves now so quick and easy to create at home, you'll always be selfie ready on campus and off. Skip the salon and save time. Big, beautiful waves at home, no salon appointment needed. 
What's not to love? The Conair Double Ceramic Triple Barrel Waver makes it easy to get effortless deep waves. The triple barrel ensures continuous uniform waves, while double ceramic technology delivers even heat for fast styling and long-lasting results. The Waver's technology makes it extremely easy to get gorgeous waves quickly. As I mentioned before, the turbo boosting technology makes styling easy even on the thickest hair. The extra heat really does make the difference. Also, the Waver is single voltage and has an auto off feature to ensure safety. Get your Waver delivered to your door just in time for back to school. Ordering this back to school essential for beautiful bombshell waves is easy. To order, just go to conair.com and search Waver. Once again, that's conair.com and search Waver, W-A-V-E-R. By the way, project manager roles can sometimes hide under various job titles. Career coach Ginny Chang listed a few titles to keep an eye out for. There are titles like project coordinator, project specialist, technical project manager, planning project manager, content project manager, creative project managers, implementation managers. So you can see there's a varied list of roles that people can apply for. Now, sometimes there's a little slight confusion between a program manager versus a project manager. So for the program side, it focuses on program strategy, objectives, assesses the business impact, They focus on implementing strategies, measuring successes, and overseeing group of dependent projects to reach a certain program goal. So generally, those objectives are long-term. But if you focus on project management, it's usually defined as having a beginning uh, and an end in time, as well as a defined scope, budget, and business goals. So the focus is on the project milestones, organization for the workflow, and allocation of resources. That's the two differences. If you're new or pivoting to project management, the key is to highlight all of those transferable skills that we mentioned earlier. You know, maybe you were a stay-at-home parent that balanced the schedules of three busy kids. That sounds like a detail-oriented, organized individual to me. Think about times in your previous positions that you exemplified great communication, time management, or resource management skills. And if you're stuck, research the job posting. If you see a certain skill listed on a posting and you have it, add it to your resume. Share moments in your career where you exemplified these skills, especially at the job interview. Give concrete examples of success. You know, there's a lot of buzzwords that you can say, oh, I'm I'm very organized. I'm always on time. I'm efficient. You know, those are things that you want most employees to be, right? And so why are you um, a star at that piece of the job? What really sets you apart? You know, I think that a lot of people looking for project manager roles might be transitioning from a different type of role and they see themselves as being more interested in the project management piece. And so everyone works on some sort of project at their job, use those examples as opportunities to demonstrate how you were really a leader in that project and how you can take the skills from maybe being a contributor to a project to being more of a driver. Jen, who has run her fair share of project manager interviews, emphasized the importance of concrete examples as well. But also she shared that she's interested in seeing what candidates do outside of work. She said she also looks out for the kinds of questions the interviewees ask her. 
what kind of questions are they asking me? Because it really is a two-way thing. I think a lot of people think that it's just a time to be grilling the people that you're interviewing, but they're also, they also need to be interviewing you as an employer to understand whether this is a good fit on their end. Um, it's not always about like, give me an example of a project that you, you know, really succeeded. Those are all great questions, but I usually try to kind of get some answers out of maybe some certain questions that they, they, that maybe aren't so project focused too, just to understand like how they are, you know, how their mindset is, how, like I said, how proactive they are in trying to find the answer and, and, and how proactive they are in trying to get things done efficiently. I had a good question actually from someone that interviewed me with Honey. Um, they asked me, so obviously project managers, it's kind of inherent that we're very organized or if we're a good project manager, we like to stay organized and we have like, you know, even methodologies around that. She asked me, I know your life is organized, but tell me where your life is not organized. There has to be a place or a piece of your life where you're messy, like Monica and friends with her messy closet. It was a great question because that's true. I mean, you can't have everything completely wrapped up, you know, nicely with a bow in every facet of your life. And so mine was, you know, sort of how I manage my my children in the sense that I'm trying not to be a a dictator so much, and I and I and I try to keep flexible that way. So I thought that was a really good question because it just kind of op- opens you up a little bit to show to show your cards, maybe just a little bit. And just like any other job interview, you're going to want to do your research. I, I really did my research around Honey, their founders, their values. I did my research around the people who I knew I was going to be um, having interviews with so that I could really kind of strike a chord with them. And I think that took me a long way. I also think that my PMP certification helped me as well. So I, when I was at VSA Partners, which was the company I was with before Honey, um, they gave me the opportunity to get my certification. And probably one of the hardest tests I've ever taken in my life. It was really a lot of work to study for it and to pass it. And it was a struggle uh, and it was a lot of work. But I think that has actually catapulted me a little bit um, with landing the role at Honey that I did and just, you know, helping me understand just like the real technical operational side of things that comes with a PMP certification. For those of you who don't know what a PMP certification is, it's an official certification for project management. Anybody can take the test, but there's quite a bit of work and studying involved. According to Jenny, there are actually two main certifications. They're both offered by Project Management Institute, which is the experts when it comes to project management. Uh, But you can get a certified associate of project management, CAPM, without project management experience. So technically, um, in in your question, if there's someone who's just getting into project management, but they want the certification to be part of their skill set, they can do that. Uh, The second one, which most people know more of, which is the project management uh, professional, the PMP certification, in that case, their requirement is you would have at least 4,500 hours of experience that are related to project management. So maybe those are for people who are more experienced and want to get to the next level, or maybe they want to become a manager, a people manager for project management. If you're feeling a bit intimidated at the idea of taking a certification test, start with some online PM courses. Carly's advice for interview preparation is to do what's best for you. So my advice when it comes to interview preparation is very much about making sure you know the business that you're interviewing with as much as you possibly can because you can't know an internal culture 
and you can't be someone you're not. That's really important. There's a, there's an element of you've got to put yourself out there and it be okay with if it doesn't fit. And if it doesn't fit, that's okay. But if you interview for something where you don't feel like you've been yourself or prepared in the way that's right for you, chances are if you get it, it's going to be quite uncomfortable the whole course of the role. There are many online resources for the types of questions you may get for the PM role. According to Ginny, it's important to think about your impact and results during those interviews. So for example, there will be questions about perhaps a time when the project missed a deadline or budget, because truly as a PM, you don't always have the full control. So things might have to move. There's definitely going to be questions about collaboration, because the thing with a about a project manager is that you are never really just working alone. You're going to be working with a lot of partners and stakeholders. Maybe there are some conflict resolution examples that was successful for you. They'll definitely want to know how you leverage tools day to day. Like, do you have, because oftentimes tools can help with speed and collaboration. If you've worked on bigger scope or the size of the project, definitely mention those because it shows the complexity the interviewer might be looking for as a company is growing. All right. And now the question everyone has been waiting for. What kind of salary should you ask for? Jenny gave this advice for talking about salary expectations. Row with Google, which is basically a new platform, a program where they where Google offers career certificates for digital fields. And one of them is in project management. They indicated the average salary for PM is about 59K in the US. So again, that doesn't say if it's in tech or in another vertical. If you want to you know, go officially with the Project Management Institute, uh, they survey every year for the past 10 or 11 years, nearly 9,000 project managers in the States as part of their salary survey. So the survey they found uh, since 2020 the medium salary is about 116K. Again, that could be someone that's more junior or somebody with more experience. If you look at salary.com, the national average is 130K. So as you can tell, there's a wide range of it. So it really you know, depends. There's always ways that you can ask the recruiter or the hiring manager, what is the range that they're offering to give you an idea? If you know specific companies, especially in larger companies, you can probably find more information about project management salary at Glassdoor. And in, in, at Glassdoor, overall, they indicated the national average is about 88K per year. So, so isn't that just crazy? It goes from 88 to 116 to 130K. And those are average. So it's really hard to tell. And it'll be dependent on location and companies. And of course, Career Contessa has its own anonymous salary database called The Salary Project. We'll link to that below. Once you have your project manager job, it's all about continued learning. So my final question to the project managers was, what are your go-to resources for all things project management to you? I think Asana has some some really great tools and, and different, you know, even just like tutorials and things that can help further along um, anyone's career. I also, I use PMI.org, so projectmanagementinstitute.org. That's where you get your certification. They have a ton of great um, seminars, classes, things, you know, uh, like TED Talk type things that you can use and have at your disposal. I do think there's a fee, but it, you know, it's somebody who's really trying to get themselves out there and really trying to understand a lot of different aspects of it. It's a really great 
resource. I've also used LinkedIn Learning quite a bit in my career, which used to be lynda.com. They also have really great like tidbit, like smaller kind of snackable videos of things that could just like help you kind of think through some things or maybe gain a different perspective on on, on something. So um, that's, a, that's a good one that I like to use pretty casually as well. I tend to listen to a really broad, broad range of podcasts and books that aren't necessarily about project management. They're more about potentially influence, um, more about how you structure your own approach and that sort of thing. Project management is a structure and a framework. It's about the stuff that goes into it that tends to move you forward. So I kind of, I actually also read a lot of books that my colleagues are reading so I can get their perspective of what they're trying to approach because half the time with project management, you are trying to accommodate the way your stakeholders work so you can take them on the journey. So getting a bit of an insight to what they're doing and how they're working really helps. I love General Assembly. I think that General Assembly offers some great in-person events when that's happening. Um, There's a lot of uh, free events that you can attend where you meet interesting people and you can just hear about different jobs, whether it be project management or otherwise, right? In your career journey, I think it's really great to learn about what a lot of different people do, right? That really kind of helps you, you know, you can leave an event and say, wow, that's so cool. I didn't even know that that was a role. Maybe that's something I want to do or wow, look at their skill set. I don't want to do any of that. And I wouldn't want to know how to do any of that. So um, I really think that that's been a, a great hub. And, you know, kind of to, to reiterate my love for Asana, they do host a lot of events. Um, they have a great uh, community forum. They really crowdsource a lot of their input. So there's just a very active community um, with that project tool. So if you are interested in project management, maybe that's not the tool you use, but I think that you can you can learn a lot about how to think like a project manager from the tools that they provide. So you are now equipped with the knowledge of how to become a project manager. Pretty cool, right? If you're interested in any of the certifications, resources, or courses mentioned in this episode, I've linked to them all in the show notes. Let us know if you like these job role specific episodes by leaving us a review. Are there any other roles you would like us to cover? Let us know. And if you're interested in getting one-on-one career advice, check out our personalized career coaching, where you can work with a trusted pre-vetted career coach who provides the specific support for your needs. That's also linked in the show notes. And of course, a huge thank you to our experts, Carrie, Jen, Carly, and Ginny for sharing their advice today.